Learn to be you, the podcast. Real talk, real people. I'm excited about this episode because we've connected a few times and yeah, our energy is off the thing. So Leah's here as our anchor to pull us down and not let us fly away. But yeah, so I'm Jay. Everyone knows me at the moment with Postfest. I'm going to have Leah here with me. And today we have the wonderful Rochelle, and I'm going to let Rochelle introduce herself and tell you a bit about what she does. Oh, thank you so much, guys. And Leah, like, I need your energy. Like, you're the, like, the yang to my yin, right? And whatever way that looks like, I need that. Um, so it's so great to be here. And, like, I feel really honoured to be here, guys. So thank you. I am Rochelle Oliver. So I have, I'm here basically I have no idea what I'm talking about because we're spinning our wheels. So I've no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, but a little bit about me. So I have got three kids. I am married. I, I live in uh, just outside Edinburgh, I live in Musterborough. And I run a financial advisory business and I've just set up a new business, which is financial coaching. And basically, I am obsessed. I am obsessed about creating people wealth and growing people's wealth but it goes beyond that because so many people have got a crazy amount of wealth but um are still waking up miserable so I've got a mission beyond just helping people get money I want to help them wake up feeling happy and energized and fulfilled in their day and then like make money after that so that's a bit about me I love that amazing Right, Leah, do you want to do the honours and spin the wheel? Let's see what we're talking oh, about. Exciting, exciting. This is, a, this is a good way of doing it. Yeah, I think it's amazing. I'm an over-preparer, so if I don't know what I'm talking about, I can't prepare. So, okay. okay. Self-awareness. self-awareness. And what I just said there was self-awareness, that I know I over-prepare uh-huh. and then get in my own head, yep. so then I don't prepare. But yeah, self-awareness, I think that's an amazing one because... That's such an amazing thing to learn to do mm-hmm. as an adult mm-hmm. or, or a child. Do you know what I mean? Self-awareness. Yeah. Well, um, I always... I don't know on, on this. I think I'm not very mm-hmm. self-aware. I don't recognise the energy drops or anything like that until it's really low and I'm like right hold on a minute so I'm still learning to recognize the signs as such that I Mm -hmm. need to actually stop and be more aware of the surroundings and what I need to build my energy again I suppose so I think that's where Mm -hmm. like the like on my side of the self-awareness at the moment anyway what about you, um, Rochelle? What does it mean for you? For me, self-awareness. So, again, it's like it's a constantly evolving journey, self-awareness, right? And I've just been on a three-day, like, self-awareness immersion, basically, on Sci Seminar. So that was, okay. um, that was 10 till 8, three days, but the last day was 10 till 5. That was incredible. Because for me... So I have probably, like, for about the last 10 years, since I had kids, so, yeah, the last 10 years, really tried 
to grow as a person and become more self-aware. But for, and for me, that's more because I grew up. So my dad is, he's a paranoid schizophrenic. He's got bipolar. My brother is a paranoid schizophrenic bipolar. Basically, my granddad was, he took his own life. And that's like in my family, like my mum's, you know, depressed. She's, she's got anxiety. And that has been literally my entire life. So for me, when I, as soon as I knew that I was pregnant, I thought I need to actually know who I am. And it's one of the questions that when somebody says to you, like, who, you know, like, you know, the question, Jay, we are, like somebody says to you, like stand up and introduce yourself or just like, you know, introduce yourself, tell us a bit about who you are. Like if somebody says that, so yeah, I got asked this question yesterday, but it was tell us about what you do. And I think that question can really, really like, so that, that always used to play on my mind. Who am I? Who am mm -hmm. I? Who am I? And I noticed that like, I mean, when I very first started work, like, and I would be standing up, I started, I worked in a bank and I would stand up and I would take a morning meeting um, or I would go to like, you know, introduce myself to people and it would be like, who am I? I actually don't even know who I am. Mm. I don't know who I am. And I spent so long being like, right, I know like my strengths and I know my weaknesses and I know that they constantly change. Because of, as I evolve and change, they change. But actually, so that's probably the last, like, sort of ever since I became a mum, I have been so committed to becoming more and more self-aware. And that is more so, one, I can understand more about myself, but the more we can understand about ourselves, the more it helps us, like, understand others so that we don't judge others, you know, we listen to them for who they are because I have grew up in circumstances where so much has happened and nothing phases me so that resilience but that can be quite like that can be quite a weakness when I'm communicating with others because mm -hmm. it's one of the things where you know like if somebody like and again you'll probably be able to resonate with this if somebody says that they're experiencing or they're going through something and like to me that might be really insignificant right so it might be like a really minor thing to me like a bit of stress but actually in their world that could be huge mm. yeah and by me becoming more self-aware about me now it's like because I used to be very black or white very black or white it was this or it's that because why like that's just the way it is that's just the way it is like, why do you need to overcomplicate it? But actually not, like, now I know that everybody's different. Every, every one of us are so different and every single one of us have got a story and regardless of the significance of that, that we would put on it in our own perspective, actually, like, to other people, that can be huge or it could be small. So I think by becoming more self-aware for me, that's helped me immensely like understand others I love that I think because like what um you said there about like when you're so in your own trauma um for want of a better word anybody else's become it's like well, that's so insignificant like why are you like stressing over that and I think 
for me, I've gone to the extra thing of that, and my trauma's insignificant. There's, there's people that have gone through much worse than I have. Why have I got, like, why am I sitting in, in this and, and wallowing or things like that? So I think what you said there, actually just recognising that it's, it is significant to you and it doesn't matter whether it, it is insignificant to others or how other people actually deal with their issues shouldn't actually be a part of your thought process when you are going through the healing anyway if that makes does that make sense totally totally i i think i think there you're really hard on yourself because i think Mm -hmm. your self-awareness is getting there i think you're too hard on yourself and you know that but like on our our marriage you're working on things to communicate with me mm-hmm. better. So you're self-aware there. Do you know what I mean? So, so I think sometimes we can be really, even when we are self-aware, we can still be hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's just, I, I agree. I, I've just learned to step back from situations, whether that's in parenting, in my marriage, in life, and just really try and understand other people, but then also realize I'm the only one that controls me. And I teach this to the children, the circle of control. Mm-hmm. So, so actually... It doesn't really, I get, understand everyone, but I don't, nothing really phases me what other people say or do because it is more about them than me. So yeah, I'm just couldn't understand everyone, but it doesn't mean the boundaries are not there and I let other people like treat me like rubbish. I can understand your point of view, but no, I'm not going to accept that behavior. But yeah, I think self-awareness is something key that everybody should be working on. And, and I agree with you, Rochelle, it is a ever going cycle. You always should be self-aware, but I think it really starts. And I think I loved how you was explaining about who am I, because that maybe is where self-awareness starts. Who are you? Because a lot of people have put this out on my social media and I get a lot of replies of, I'm a mother, I'm a this, I'm a that. So it's either our title is a mother, father, brother, son, or then it goes to career. And that isn't who you are. They're what you do. That isn't who you are. So, so actually, I think you made a really good point there. People are starting to work on their self and want to work on self-awareness. Maybe start with that question, who am I? And, and then when you get, I'm a mother, I'm a father, dig deeper. And when then you go to Korea, dig deeper. And keep going, what if? What, and keep going down until you get to the core of who you are. And I know that part of who I am is I'm a heart-led guy. I break the mold on the typical man, let's just say. And I know... That's my strength and that's my superpower. I know I'm very energetic and I know I heal people with my energy without even my words. I know I'm wise. And a lot of the times I think we're uncomfortable with the who am I question because it's cocky. It's this. And that's what people label you as, but it's definitely not. So maybe that's, I don't know if you'd agree, is that a place where if you're working on yourself, maybe that's a place to start? Definitely. Like, who am I? And keep asking yourself that as a as a key. Con, like constant question who am I who am I um, because who am I like you know and I suppose when you look at like the four bodies you know and all the different sort of energetic fields like who am I and as you say each role that you play in life but actually um yeah and who like who am I and we just done a really great exercise on the lunchtime call with Lynette 
And it was all about like, what do we want people to know mm. us for? Like, what do we want? And legacy can be quite a, you know, a big word, but actually it's a lot easier to think about what do you want to be known for? Like, what do you want people to like say about you? Because I hear a lot of people saying, well, like legacy, it doesn't matter because, you know, after this generation's, like after we go and our generation goes, actually the next generation, they're not going to have known us anyway. So legacy doesn't matter. But actually, I still believe it's the imprint that we leave behind. Mm. Um, and that, and you get to choose any time. So regardless of your past and regardless of your, your circumstance, you know, up until this moment in time, you get to choose that narrative going forward and what that looks like for you. Um, you are in control. And when I was thinking about, like, earlier on, Leah, when you were sharing about sort of becoming self-aware, I believe you are, because I've done that reading with you, and you, you were, like, you could have, like, a clear view of what the energy was like and when, when it was dropping and, you know, whether the cards were repeat. For you to actually do what you do, you are really self-aware. But actually, I think you're so immersed in what you're doing that, yeah, afterwards you can reflect back, but actually that's just really present. Like, you are just really present in what you're doing and you become immersed in it. Um, and I, I, I resonate with that because I can... I can reflect back, like if people ask me memories about, you know, I'm like, I, I don't know, I was immersed, like I was totally mm -hmm. in that. So when you when you ask me questions about it, I'll just be like, you know, like I was present and I gave it, you know, 100% and I was committed while I was there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's... Um, that that's, makes sense. And I think it resonates in what you're saying. So I think what prevents me from maybe thinking that I am like I am on that self-awareness journey and I've got that is perfectionism mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um because if I don't think it's perfect and I don't know like what is perfect I, I'm, again I am aware of all of that but if, if it doesn't feel perfect to me then it's not good enough so like what we were saying before we started recording on like the program that I haven't put out yet because in my mind it's not perfect as soon so as I think you that's that, kind yeah. of where I'm at with it and like so perfectionism gets in the way I, I, I don't know if you agree with that or yeah absolutely like 100% see before you said that and again it's the expectations that we put on ourselves mm -hmm. and like done is always better than perfect and I truly like I mean I'll I'll always bite off more than I can chew and then deal with like how to chew it right because again it is it's done is better than perfect and knowing that I think as soon as we because a lot of the time that can be definitely like our own expectation and like the idea of that perfectionism which like we would never do anything if we just hung on to that belief but actually I always find as well knowing that like what you were able to give me that experience probably in every other person that's benefited from like being in your presence you know having a reading with you not thinking about ourselves we've got this gift that we get to use and download 
through the universe and actually share it. So it's like sometimes we just need to take ourselves out of the equation and just share our gift. Like, and yeah, we are constantly working on, like what you say, like I love that, Jay. Like, and I was telling my brother last night, you know, but Jay was like throwing the, the chimp the banana and Bob the like giving Bobby's banana. But we need that because we like we have to we have to continue like to give our gift to the world because like if we didn't it's like there wouldn't be an evolution it would be stagnant so we need to like come out our own heads and our own minds and our own chimps and feed our chimps a banana um, and definitely I would like I need to give my chimp a name actually no, you're, you're yeah. just, yeah. there, there's your action Lily's political so you need to name your chimp so well, I think what you said there is right as well because it's like I it's going back into your power isn't it because I I've even I said it to you the other day and I always say when I'm doing my readings it's not me I'm just the vessel it's not me talking it's the it's the guides, it's the loved ones, the, the tarot isn't coming from me, it's coming from source, whatever mm. that may mean, mm. you know, so I still give my power away even in those readings because if it, it wasn't me, I couldn't possibly do that. Mm -hmm. I'm just the vessel, I don't know what's said in those sessions and so yeah, I think it's really, I need to really connect and actually take take my power back and I think it goes back to maybe it's just come to me so I'm doing like the shaman practitioner yeah. course at the moment oh. and yeah. I am um, done a meditation last night which was connecting with my power animal and it was the elephant and it was really like you know connecting back to your power elephants are quite powerful animals they nothing gets in their way you know there's a a big bush there as a human being be like I can't get through that it's, it's too thick and vast an elephant can trample over it and just carry on going and I think that's where it's just come to me there actually that's why the elephant is my power animal because I am not actually taking my power and I think that's where a lot of people can learn from that isn't it actually stop giving your power away and as I say it's so easy to do because but you did your only being half a person by doing that that's so true that's so true that's again like so on the self-awareness thing it's just like clicked with me there and where the, um that so that again like you say rochelle i'm obviously more self-aware than i give myself the credit for i just it's just exactly. i'm giving the power away Exactly. You're looking for like, you're looking to tick, you know, 101 boxes when there's only 100 boxes there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. And I love how through powerful conversations, insights just drop and things just land. Do you know what I mean? And you're just like, ah, do you know what I mean? And the light bulb comes on mm -hmm. and this is the power. And this is what I want other people to get from this podcast. Us sitting on this podcast are learning all the time. And, and even in this conversation, even listening back to this conversation, we'll learn new stuff. So hopefully that, well, I know it does, it's going to go out beyond. And this conversation, even if it helps one person to just take back their power. But I think sometimes like self-awareness and taking your power back, you can feel uncomfortable with that because through life, whether it's directly or indirectly to you, it's cocky. What are you on about? Arrogant. Take your power. Yeah, it's arrogant. It's 
especially as a man, if I went out and said to the wrong crowd, I'm taking my power back, how would that be seen? But to the right people, they want you to win. They want you to take your power back. They want you to step out and leave your legacy. And, and I know how powerful that is because I've been reminded of that today on the next session. And it's always there. And I know I'm going to get there. And I, I know even if I just carry on going through life, just being Jay, it's going to happen. So putting in the extra effort is, is, do you know what I mean? But I know that, but I think self-awareness is, is something every man, every woman, every child should be doing because to step back and, and, and take that space for yourself in whatever way people like to, 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 to do that is, is powerful. And having a group of people around you that want you to win and actually do what we're doing now and have these conversations with you really lets the insights drop and you really figure stuff out. So it's powerful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so again, I'm just thinking here, like thanks to you, Jay, that like you've been a huge part of our life this year, right? So you've been like being there supporting the kids on a Tuesday and us realizing that so Nicholas who's eight he's my middle child I hate to say middle child but that's the reality of it it's just <laughs> the, the stories that people attach to that that mm. um so and again like if I wasn't self-aware I wouldn't be able to be there and support him right now and only this week we've made a decision so like this is Tuesday and now Nicholas, Blair and Hannah, they're, they're all doing sort of, we've, we've kind of called it flexible learning where they're going to be at home on a Tuesday, Thursday. And they've been up at the museum and they're now sitting, you know, writing about, about what they've, they've chose one topic each that they want to write about. And if I wasn't self-aware, I probably wouldn't even have like the knowledge, first of all, or the confidence or the belief that actually, no, we can do that. And we can like, we can make that work. Of course we can. Um, and by being like around you and around my coach Haley that also home educates her kids. And I'm like, do you know what? Like we, of course we can do that. Like, you know, why wouldn't we be able to? And thinking about when we put something out there, whether that's everything that we are doing is always, like especially like in our work, it's always to benefit others. So like we are using our words and our energy and our life force every single day. And we get to choose how we use that. And I, it's so, so important to know. So for example, um, Laura and myself, we had advertised like putting something out a few months ago, can't even remember, it was a few months ago, and it was a wealth and wellness masterclass, and we had three people sign up, and actually, um, yeah, no, I, that was something totally different, actually, we didn't have anybody sign up to that, right, we didn't have anybody sign up to that, and I, you can easily be like, oh, it's like your inner, like your, you know, your monkey, your inner chimp, you mm. start seeing that voice, oh, that's because like nobody wants to listen to you, you're not important, who cares? Any, like you could come up with anything you want, or again, you can just be like, it's just like what is meant to be will be. Mm -hmm. um, and just knowing and trusting. 
So again, we, we ran another masterclass that you guys were on last night. And actually, we just put it out there a couple of weeks ago. I've not even shared any information about it other than that it was a millionaire mindset masterclass. I, like Laura had shared a lot about like it's stepping into abundance. And mm. I just shared that's what it was. We had 55 people register for that. 30 people like live. And then, you know, so we're running it again on Friday because I got far too excited and forgot to record it. And that's <laughs> So it's meant to be, it's meant to be. But again, it's not having any attachment to that outcome. If nobody signed up or if one person signed up or 55 or 555, I am, that that frequency of gratitude does not change at all. For like, regardless of the digits that are involved, that frequency of gratitude does not change. Um, so yeah, if I wasn't self-aware, right? I probably would have like ran away like the first time mm. where nobody signed up. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where it comes into, and we're not perfect, and I'm like we're, we're perfect because we're we're imperfect. Um, so it's never ever a goal to try and do everything right. It's just to do it, deliver it, put it out there, and actually be transparent and say, like I love being transparent and saying. I'm not here to be perfect. Mm. Like, I'm, like there's lots of things that I'm not great at. One of them's like my, like my spelling. My mum will pick me up on it like all the time. Or you, Rochelle, go back and change that. Like you've made mistakes. And I'm like, mum, it's fine. It's fine. It's the message that I'm putting out. It's not about like every single letter that you're looking at. I can resonate on that. My spelling's atrocious. And I get things wrong. Leah's my personal spell checker. But yeah, I've put stuff out. And before, because of what people used to say, I used to go back and edit it and go, oh, I'm going to get really worried about it. Now, I put it out, don't I? And you're, Leah might go, oh, there was a spelling mistake. I'm like, oh, well, don't worry. People have got it. So yeah, but it's funny, isn't it? You learn from places. And I think I learn through self-awareness from taking Jaden out of school, doing what's best for him, that I didn't have to do it that way. But also going back over my school experience and what school taught me. And it was utter rubbish because... I'm not stupid. I actually learn in a different way. And actually, I never thought I'd know about neuroscience. That word, I'd have never even picked a book up with that word, or let alone know what it means. But actually, it just proves, doesn't it? And so it is through having self-awareness as parents and, and in a marriage and in a friendship that, that you're actually a better person. You can give so much more because you're so self-aware. It's like, it's like sometimes I'm so self-aware that I will hear myself say something because I'm like, I didn't mean that. I'll, I'll listen to what I'm saying because you've done it before. You've yeah. said something in the tone of voice. I'm like, Leah, what'd you say that for? And that, but it, we do. Words just come out and we don't even mean them in the way they've said. But when you're self-aware, you're like, oh, I did mean that. Do you know what I mean? And you're so comfortable with yourself. I think it helps you to bring confidence in who you are and not worry about spelling. Because actually the message, the right people are not looking at your spelling. They're, they're, they're not worried about what you look like when you come on a Zoom. Yeah, you should show up on Zoom looking good for yourself. Not for other people. I get loads of young ladies coming onto my Zoom saying, oh, I can't come on camera yet. I'm like, I'm not here to look at you. I'm here to talk to you. I'm looking at your soul. I'm not here. Do you know what I mean? And it's just self-awareness, I think, is it should be in the curriculum. It should be something everybody is learning because that's that's my goal, to, to get 
everyone working on the stuff that I teach the young people and obviously adults, because it's not just children that don't know this stuff and it goes the same level, whether it's an adult or a child, learning this stuff about yourself because you're going to be with yourself for a very, very, very long time. And yeah, maths and English and history is going to do you great and you might be interested in it. But actually, at the end of the day, when you're sat on your own, that's what you need to be dealing with. And so I love that your self-awareness is letting you do what's right for your children. Find the information, but then take it and do what's right for your. And this is the thing. I, I may not have been confident in other areas in my life, but on parenting, 110% will, will, will big myself up and know I will do everything in my power right for my boy. And you've only got to look at him. I may be biased, but you've only got to look at the, the young man he is to know how that is paying mm -hmm. off. So yeah, it's, it's powerful when you work on yourself. You see it in the people around you, don't you? And your children, the work you've done. And it's hard. It's messy. It's not easy, but it's it's worth it. Interesting. as well with that, I think what you were just saying there, it's, um, I don't know, we've had, it's come up in a few conversations we've had, but it's also on self-awareness, it's removing that ego as well. Like what you were saying there, like sometimes you'll say something, you've not even realised you've said it, like we've done it a few times, yeah. haven't we? And I've gone, why did you just say that? No, I didn't. I'm like, well, you clearly did. I mm. heard you say it. So do you think it's really about trying to get a control on ego as well? Yeah, I think you've got, well, I think men are probably worse from my perspective on ego. And I chucked mine away because it didn't serve me. Do you know what I mean? It didn't serve me. It, And I'm aware if I got to see, see, yeah, sometimes it's like if you'd pick me up and go, what'd you say that for? And I'd be like, I didn't. Now I'm like, thank you for telling me because I trust the people that are around me 100% mm -hmm. to, to be honest with me. And I think that's why a lot of people pay a coach because they just want someone to be honest. And mm -hmm. really, could you imagine we'd be redundant if everyone just had the people around them that we have around us because we shouldn't. We, do, we Coaches are amazing and we do an amazing job and I, I'll big myself up that. I do wonderful things. But actually, if we just had a group of people around us like I've got around me that would pick me up and 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 push me up and and and, and do you know what I mean? I wish everybody had this group of people around because I think you there's people and I don't know if people can on this wavelength. I, I, there's people that I I have one conversation with and I feel like I've known you forever. It's like that soul connection. Yeah. It's hard to describe and you don't have to be spiritual to have that soul connection. It's like you get a best friend and you just finish each other's sentences. I find that with a handful of people. I don't even, and, and I want the best for you and I want the best for your children. And I just, it's just like, I've created this, this family on this connection and there's no words that can describe that connection, but you get it. So, but I don't know if that comes down to self-awareness that you can actually feel the energy and that kind of stuff as well, because it's mm. powerful, isn't it? When you actually step into your power, yeah. what you see around you. Because that's where the four bodies come into as well. So like your, your emotional, your spiritual, your physical, your mental. Because you could have self-awareness in one area, but the other three areas might be completely out of sync. Mm. And so it's actually like looking at, and there's a good thing on the internet that you can just Google like the four bodies and it will tell you about the four bodies and actually what each area means. Because... Like, this is where I love Laura for this. She'll be like, right, Rochelle, you're doing this, you're doing that, um, but then you're forgetting about this, so you're no balanced, like you're imbalanced, so you're unaligned. And I'm like, 
oh yeah, yeah, I need that reminder, I need that reminder. So I do think that, and it's not to overcomplicate things, just look at it and then just like do a bit, you can just draw a box and do like your, you know, your lines and just, you've got four spaces and just write the four areas. And even just like once a month or something, look at it because this is where, and other people might resonate with this as well. This is where when I get so hung up on like work stuff, right? And business stuff. I'm doing that because it's, it's going beyond me, right? I totally forget about me, my, mm. my priorities. My self-care goes out the window. I'll hardly sleep. I'll just like eat like rubbish. Anything we are, like I'm just like focused on that and I can give that more of my time. Um, and Lynette reminded me earlier on, she went, you need to go out in the nature. I used to run every day. That's why I've said to Caitlin, like I, I will absolutely, I need to, Run, I need to start running again because that forces me out in nature. Um, so it's one of the things, and if I wasn't a self-aware, I wouldn't be able to do that. And the same goes for like the head teacher saying to me last week, well, you know, if you do this, and my only concern if you take, you know, the flexible learning approaches, it's more when it comes to high school and it's grades. And actually, if I was a person where I am not an academic person. If I was, I probably wouldn't, like, and again, that's like, it comes down to self-awareness, but mm. um, I wouldn't been able to have that conversation where I very confidently says to her, actually, I am not concerned about high school. I'm more concerned about learning the foundations of being able to communicate, like actually just being able to sort of pick up words and letters and um, like numbers, this kind of thing. And I says, because by the time I says, I am a very forward focused person. And actually there's a lot of people that are. So people that are running forward focused businesses are not dwelling on the back on the past. They're not even considering the past. So if I have someone in front of me that, you know, wants to do better for themselves and wants to, you know, give more and be more and have more opportunity, and make a greater impact then I'm asking forward focused questions I'm not mm. asking you know well what what school did you go to right okay so that was like a public school or that was a private school or all right and what grades did you get right okay and what university did you go to right okay because that is irrelevant mm. it is irrelevant so I said to the teacher, that is the least of my concerns. That's maybe a concern that you've got, but that's the least of my concerns because one, if my kids do ever want to go and work for someone, like I would trust their judgment that they will go and do whatever they feel is right for them. And they've grown up being able to make their own choices, their own decisions, will have respectful boundaries. Mm. But actually, they will know that wait a minute, am I actually a human here or am I a robot here? Like, you know, are you looking at me for the heart that I've got or just like what impact I'm going to make on your business? Um, so like, again, as, and if I wasn't self-aware, like in so many people are like, are you, like are, you, are you kidding? Are you serious? Like, are you actually, like, is that what you're thinking? I'm like, genuinely, that's what I'm thinking. It does not matter. Mm -hmm. Like if we, and now, so much so I'm a huge action taker because again I try and come out my own mind but I've just said that to Craig this morning if you're going to so he's just left the 19 years employment 
like in 19 years employed role, we are opposite people. Whereas I am like, my values are like freedom, adventure. Like I'm a big risk taker, a big action taker. Craig is the opposite. He needs structure. He needs mm-hmm. safety. He needs security, right? Um, whereas, and he's just left his job in November. He's going through, like he's went through every single exam now to become a financial advisor. And then I'm just saying, um, like they were on the way back from the museum and I'm saying I'm on the phone right I'm just thinking here unless you're going to be committed to this for 10 years there's no point in you starting doing this and like that to him is like like are you kidding are you kidding that's like oh my god Rochelle let me deal with one thing at a time like and I'm like honestly because like what he's doing yeah he's going to be self-employed but to actually make it work yeah like St James's place I've got a basically a 10-year agreement so that if I had known that, I would never have agreed to that in the first place, which is now why I've created this other business. Mm. And because I don't believe you can say I'm like committed to anything for 10 years because all we've got is here and now. I'm committed to myself for 10 years yeah. to grow in and being the best person I can. But the more that I know, the, like the more I'm aware, the more actions I'm going to take. So actually to be in one place for 10 years is limiting yourself it's so limiting yourself um so anyway yes that's just to like throw a spanner in the work and because i'm saying to him so if you are working this company you're going to be authorized and regulated in the uk now they've also just came out with another new rule this year that actually you can only spend four weeks out of the country each year um, giving advice because you need to be in the UK so I'm like you're limiting yourself like mm. in my world I'd rather take the kids like I know that like people say you need a home but I'm like home is like when you're together and there's love right yeah you don't actually need to have a building around you I know that's nice because you get warmth and things like that but I'm like you don't need that <laughs> so I'm like we can be anywhere in the world like we can travel and we can have adventure but again, like that's that's me. So I'm like, I'm working on it. I'm working. But that's relationships, that's compromise and that's self-awareness. I love well, that. I agree with you there. Because like, like what especially what you just said there about the home and it's just bricks and mortar. It's like when we um we had to move and you were like, where should we go? I'm like, I don't care. We can I am really not bothered. I don't care where we I'm live. the same, yeah. And same you was like, that, yeah. Well, I want to go to South Wales and what we'll do it then. Wow. Like, Where did you really, live before? We were in um, London. Wow. And he was like, well, I, well I, originally I was I was born in Liverpool, then I right. moved to London, and then he was, I was like, I honestly do not care where we go. As long as I've got, like, Jay and Jaden, then that's where my home is. Mm-hmm. That's my home. I couldn't care less where it is. But it needs to be a joint decision. I went, well, that is the joint decision. You decide where it is, and I'll be there. Because it doesn't matter to me. I'm the same, Leah. I'm exactly the same. I think one. I think is that that's probably down to like your values as well, isn't it? Like, mm, which, which everything. If you think about every area we've talked about today, we'll start wrapping up now because we could just do part two, three, four, five, six, and seven of the podcast, <laughs> couldn't we? Um, and I'm sure you'll come back on again. But yeah, I think we'll start wrapping up because if you just notice our conversation. Rochelle, you, you kind of covered every area of life and it was all self-awareness, got me here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So so I love how it touches in every area, but I love, and I'll just, my final point, and then I'll see if you two have got a final point, is 
the question Rochelle at the beginning really had me think, I thought, how do I tell people how to work in self-awareness? It really is working about on you. Mm-hmm. Who are you? And like you say, keep asking yourself that question because the answer changes. So I, I love that. I've just whipped your bit of um, advice there. Yeah. But yeah, I love, I love that. And, and it's having conversations, isn't it? Where people are going to be honest with you and say, well, actually, that's maybe where you can... Like today, I'm just thinking about we did the strengths and weaknesses. And actually, most people, and at one point, the weaknesses would have overtook the strengths. But today, I was so comfortable just writing the strengths, and it didn't feel uneasy at all. So that just proves myself wins. But yeah, I'll lay, let you two make the final point. And thank you both for this conversation. It's really been amazing. Do you have a final point, Leah? I think it's um, not necessarily on just the self-awareness, but mm. actually that I like, obviously started at the beginning of this that like well I'm not really very self-aware and well actually like at the end of it here now I'm like well I am actually more like Rochelle mentioned that that self-awareness is actually there it's the the blocks the blindfold that I've got on of perfectionism that is really preventing me from seeing just how aware I really am so it's really a learning thing for me to actually remove the blindfold love that Oh, me too, me too. And I would just, like, I would just say that we can all read and we can all, like, listen to things, but actually the way that we become more self-aware is through conversation. Mm. And so it's that human interaction, that human conversation is the more meaningful conversations that you can have actually authentic and deep conversation because that scares people and I'm like I'm not here for anything like less than that so like don't ask me like anything about what I'm having for my lunch it's irrelevant right like ask me how how am I like how are you um and that's a huge thing like just like when you were saying that and it's difficult. Like self-awareness is difficult because, and especially when you're saying earlier about guys, G, just like just to tell you one story. So, and it's that ego. We were outside, we were having a game night on Saturday, the five of us. And so Craig had made loads of different games for us, and it was amazing. And we had like we were playing basketball, so we we're just trying to get the ball into the net and some up like we had, depending if it was the kids, they had like a step to stand on. But so Blair says to Craig, you're so good at this, you stand in the trampoline, right? And I watched what had happened. So Craig is so competitive, that ego is like so strong. He, he ended up taking extra turns just to be just to win. <laughs> and I'm like, Craig, like for real, like and he went, and then I was adamant he would get a ball like in like in the basket. Yeah. And it's just one of the things where I watched the whole situation play out. But again, it's not having that judgment on others. Like, just keep being you. And other people, like, will, like, want to be in that energy. Other people, you'll be a magnet to other people. And if not, it'll be like a detraction. It'll, so who's meant to be in your life will be in your life so just keep being you and like only offer nice kind wise words to other people like like because otherwise you see like you can just that feedback and that is that's all from your own expectations so just 
Like I think just share nice things or don't share at all if it's not, if it's not going to support. I love that. And I'm totally with you on the, 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 I like deep conversations. I like to find out who you are and have those, these kind of conversations we're having here. This is not just for the podcast. Myself and Leah do this. You, me, me and Rochelle do this. If you come on Instagram, we've got some lives that this is what we do and this is how we learn. So I'm, I'm with you on that one. Thank you for joining us today. This has been awesome. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely flying now. So yeah, amazing. Thank you for listening to our podcast. I hope you found it just as powerful listening as we found it recording. If you would like to reach out to any of us on this episode, you'll find our details in the description below.